Welcome everyone to a brand new episode of What's the Biz with Liz. My name is Liz and I'm here to give you the biz. And on tonight's episode, I say tonight because I record most of these episodes at night. If you didn't know, well, now you know. So on tonight's episode, we are going to be talking about accountability and taking ownership in things that you do and you don't do that either help or hinder you. And this came about because I have not had a healthy, successful adult relationship and I had to take a step back and ask myself what it like what is it that I'm doing or not doing that is preventing me from having a healthy happy adult successful relationship and this took a lot of self-reflection And I had to sit with myself and sincerely ask myself, what are you doing? What is it that you're not doing? And the whole, the whole purpose of me starting What's the Biz with Liz was, I just wanted to talk. I find it really difficult to talk sometimes. Um, all my life, I've been pretty much the talkie and not the talker, which means um, people have always felt comfortable to tell me a lot of things in their lives and what's going on in their lives. And I usually don't talk as much. I pride myself on being the listener. My career choice is I want to be a listener. I want to listen to your issues, to your problems, to your woes, to your and give you the tools necessary for you to fix it, to address it head on. And oftentimes because this is what I want to do, I don't communicate well. I know ironic right the person who believes in talking it out talking it through communication is key is (laughs) an advocate for therapy and all of that is hesitant to talk and communicate it's ironic and it's also like a little bit of pride and ego I feel like since this is the field that I want to go into and since I'm a strong person and since I'm the person that everyone kind of relies on to like, you know, vent, I find it difficult to vent to other people. I don't want to burden them with my stuff when they're going through their stuff. And so the biggest thing that I realized that I 
I wasn't doing that I'm not doing in my relationship is that I'm not communicating. I don't communicate what is bothering me at that moment. And I always try to bottle it up, try to brush it to the side, to sweep it under the rug, to not cause waves or ripples or any of that. And then the thing that I'm trying to prevent, which is a blow up or an altercation or a disagreement, It gets bottled up and then it eventually becomes a bigger issue. So instead of me communicating something that's bothering me in the moment, I let it bo- bo- like I let it build up. I, I bottle it up. I, it builds up, it builds up, and then there's three or four incidences, and then I eventually have a blow up because no one could bottle anything up for that long. And it just, it becomes worse. Whereas if I had just said, hey, this is what's bothering me, I could have given the other person a chance to fix the issue, address the issue, squash the issue. I could have given them a chance. Um... And that's one of the things that I realized that this used to protect me when I was younger. So not speaking on things, staying quiet, you know, mums the word was something I did in my childhood. I didn't want to stir the pot. I don't want to cause trouble. And especially in like an Asian household, you don't really speak up on a lot of things. And so what coping mechanisms that used to help me as a child is now hindering me as an adult and I had to take a long hard look at myself and realize these behaviors this behavior in particular and a few others that I'm going to listen a bit are not helping the situation at hand And I needed to own up to it. I needed to address it. And then I needed to come up with ways where, okay, now that I know what the issue is, what am I going to do about it? Because if I just know what the issue is, but I don't do anything about it, that's like complacency. So we don't want to do that. So that's one of my, that's like my biggest thing. And another thing that I realize that I do that I didn't realize I was doing, but I realize it now, is I like to hit the eject button. So in my previous relationship, I saw a lot of little red flags. It was like red flags, red flags, red flag. Bitch, a huge red flag. And I chose to ignore them. And so now, at any sign of a 
pink flag, yellow flag, green flag, blue flag, any dang flag. I'm like, I'm out. I'm out this bitch. Eject. Hit stage left. Where is the exit? I am exiting. I am exiting. And I do this to protect myself from staying in a situation that I know I should not be in, A, for longer than I should be. And then B, I just don't want to waste any more time in something that's not right. So like if I had left my relationship with at the first sign of red flag, I would have saved years of my life. But I didn't. I chose to ignore it and stick through it. And then this is how I deal with stuff now. And so the person that I'm currently dating, um, instead of me talking to him about the things that were bothering me, I exited stage left and I gave him no explanation. And I just, I was like, I I gotta go. And I, it's truly unfair to someone because they have no idea what's going on. And then I come back into his life and he's obviously hurt from me exiting stage left. And this is something that I need to deal with and I need to see if we can work through it. So it was like a one-two punch with this man. It was, I didn't communicate what was wrong. I didn't tell him what was bothering me and I let it build up over months and months and months. And it turned into resentment. And And then I exited stage left. And this is not what adults should be doing. This is toxic behavior. This is hindering behavior. This is not who I want to be. In a relationship, in a friendship, in anything, I don't want to be the person who doesn't know how to communicate and will bolt at any sign of trouble. Now, I'm not advising anyone to stick through shit when it's obviously bad. Like, if someone is, like, if you walked in and someone's fucking someone else, like, and I'm like, oh, you know, don't leave. No, 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 that's stupid. That's retarded. Leave. Bitch, leave. If you see that shit happening, leave. But I'm saying, if it's something that you can talk about and you guys can work through, Our biggest thing was, our biggest thing still to this day is we have very different love languages. And it doesn't match up. It doesn't match up. And it's, I am a physical touch kind of gal. Like, not with anybody else. Like, not with my friends, not with, you know, my friends don't even touch me. Not with strangers, don't touch me. But when I'm with someone, when I'm dating someone, yo, like, touch me. Don't come in. Like, please. Hands should be on me. 
You should be a little obsessed. You should skirt that line. I want, I want, I want that. I want that. I need that. I gotta have you. I gotta crave you. That's what I want. That's what I like. And so our biggest issue is he's not very touchy-feely. And he has his reasons for why he's not touchy-feely. And I didn't communicate that that was really big for me. And so this time around, I had a conversation with him and let him know like, hey, this is what I need. This is what works for me. This is how I feel seen and like this is how I show affection this is how I I need affection to be shown to me so I communicated those boundaries and that to him which is something that I normally would not have like I wouldn't have addressed it but I'm giving this man opportunity to fix something that he didn't even know was an issue. And I feel like that's a little bit of growth on my part, if I do say so myself. Because <laughs> normally Liz would not talk about it. But I am talking to this man because I feel like the only way that we can build something is if I'm open and honest with him. And I'm trying something. I figured out what was my issues. I communicated to him. And we will see if if it gets fixed. Right? That's I'm taking accountability for my part. And I think there's like steps to accountability. So the first is to see it, to own it, then it's to solve it, and the last thing is to do it. So that's what self-reflection has done for me. And that's what me taking my time to pinpoint what is the issue has done for me and I implore everyone to sit with themselves and ask themselves like what is it that's hindering me from moving on to the next step in relationships in life and in life in general I think the thing that is hindering me the most is my self-esteem And that's a really hard topic to talk about. But I realized that the way that I view myself and the way that I move about in this world is not my truest self. And what I mean by that is... I am still shrinking myself because I don't have that self-confidence. 
my self-confidence or my lack thereof have has prevented me from going after opportunities um job opportunities career opportunities i've i've always been in my head about it and this is the biggest hindrance in my life this is and the only person i have to blame is myself And so I needed to ask myself, like, why am I not in my career that I want? Why am I not in, you know, relationships that I want? Why am I not in the position where I want to be, where I need to be, where I see myself? And it's me. I am my biggest issue I am my biggest problem I am my I am my biggest downfall and that is really hard for me to admit it's really hard for me to admit that the the biggest thing in my way is myself and I'm like what do I need to do to fix this because this there's so many things I didn't experience or I haven't experienced or I won't let myself experience because of how I view myself and my friends always say like I'm crazy and people I've been in relationships with they see me a certain way but it doesn't matter how other people view you it's how you view yourself and the way that i view myself is very distorted and i don't know when that has like i don't know when it happened but i think it's been with me my entire life i think it's my constant struggle of not knowing who i am and where i fit in and then my body type in my culture and all of that has been my biggest hindrance and my confidence is lacking and my self-esteem is lacking and that's that is what's preventing me from living the life that I want that I deserve that I dream about these dreams are so vivid and real to me and there's a there's like this barrier and there's like this wall and this concrete steel block and that is me that is me and then tying it all back is It has also prevented me from seeking healthy relationships because I feel like I deserve less than. And so I settle for less than and breadcrumbs and, you know, just leftovers because I don't feel like I deserve more. 
that was a rude, rude, rude awakening for your girl. Because I'm like looking at people and I'm like, I'm just disappointed in myself. If I can use one word, it's I'm disappointed in myself. And I have to really take stock of my life and accountability for what it is that I'm not doing. And what am I going to do to fix it? Because this needs to be fixed. All of it, all aspects need to be fixed. And I need to work on myself. And start to see myself for the person that I want to be and the person that other people see me as. It's wild to me that people see you in a different lens than you see yourself. Like You are your harshest critic, I know. And there is no one in this world that's harsher to me than me. And that's really hard for me to admit. I don't even think I told some of my friends this. And to my friends who are listening, yeah, your girl's going through some things. <laughs> She'll be okay. I'll be okay. Because I am doing the inner work. I am unraveling and unpacking all of this shit because it's all connected. Everything is connected. And it started with me taking accountability. Let me bring it back to the word of the day. <laughs> oh, I'm so dumb. But I needed to be honest with myself. I cannot blame the world. And everyone around me for my life. It is mine. And the place where I'm at right now are all because of the choices that I've made. We all get a choice. Every day you have a choice. And... It's as simple as black shoes or white shoes, black socks, white socks, red underwear, white underwear. It's simple, as simple and tiny and minuscule as those choices. They all collectively become something that affects your life, your everyday. So I am taking accountability For the things that I am doing wrong. Things that helped me cope and deal in the past is not helping me now. And I think that is the very first step. Is to acknowledge that it's not helping you anymore, Elizabeth. So what the fuck are you going to do about it? Are you going to sit there? And continue to make choices that are not going to help you? 
become your highest self or are you going to make smarter choices? I am not blaming myself. I am not going in on my past self because I didn't know better. But now that I know better, am I going to do better? Am I going to hold myself accountable now that I've identified some of the issues in my life? I, I, this is, this is why I'm making this episode. I hope I do. And I hope the friends in my life will hold me accountable for the dumb shit that I do. It's not cute anymore. As an adult, it's not cute. It's not a look. It's not a vibe. It's none of that. I need to change. I cannot be stuck in my old ways. It's not working. So I need to do things different. I need to move different. You need to be different. And I hope that everyone takes a good hard look at themselves, where they are in their lives, and take accountability for the choices that you've made that's led you to that spot. And if you are unhappy, you have the choice to be happy. And that's all for this episode of What's the Biz with Liz. Yeah. <laughs>